Till I see the golden gates, troubadours, troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. One day they finally see the truth God, we need you I know the truth is hard to swallow, just digest it Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accept it Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested Read it in the testament, these children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Blind, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drinks from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting, and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with liars and abusers. You now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now. I thought I'd open it with a little bit of um, struggle, Jennings, because we're all struggling. It's the first of September. And well, today, again, it seems like it's the most difficult thing to file a lawsuit these days. I don't know if they're just making it difficult. Um, it was kind of last minute um, that couldn't file it online. So guess what? I got to walk into that courthouse tomorrow and file that shit. So uh, there's a lot of printing that's going to happen. <laughs> and, um, and, I'll, and, and I'll go through my my suit with you guys. Um, and I'll share it. So that way you guys can use it too. Uh, it's just I really wanted it to get done today, but it's, it's whatever it is, what it is. I, I always say that, uh, people hate it when I say it is what it is, it is what it is. People can't stand that. Um, you know, we always have to think what drives us every day, uh, uh be conscious of what drives us every day. Many of you might say, I, I wake up in the morning because I must go to work in order to pay my bills, and, and I must, and I must, and I must. But there has to be a drive behind it. Is it your child? Is it your grandchild? Is it your significant other? Is it you? 
Because I can tell you that for the majority of my life, the people I worked with and for from all over the world, their motto was, keep the common man stupid, yet ready for labor to serve us. I'm being dead serious when I say that. And it's important to understand that those that see themselves as, as royalty to the world, the untouchables, they master arts, the arts. Do you remember the, well, I don't know how many of you were following me on my Twitter handles, but there was this one art show where naked people were running around in a circle with their hands on each other's butts. Do you guys remember that ridiculous art? What about the freaky art of Abramovich? What about the art of eating humans? But were they humans? Maybe they were just looking like humans. What about eating sushi off of a hot chick? What about eating bodies that have been donated at pop-up cannibal uh, you know, spots in the cities, right? Art. Some may say the dark arts. Uh, it's actually how they refer to it is the holy arts. This is what they say. It's filled with lust, greed, the need for power, the submission of the common man, murder, lies, and deception. And today, as I was running about getting things done, I was a very angry person today. It's, it's my name day. I got no cake, right? I was yelling at Phoebe in the morning on the way to school. Uh, nothing was going right. And every time I saw someone with a mask, I'd be like, why are you wearing it? Do you really think that it works? Like random people in parking lots, on elevators, crossing, you know, I was, I wanted to throttle all of them. Okay. All of them. Cause common sense is completely out the window, out the window. I saw a young man wearing a mask while walking. And I was like, why are you wearing it? Do you think it protects you? Or are you just showing the world that you're a slave? Happened to be <laughs> very upset that I said that. But that's exactly what it is. It is an indication of bowing down to those that said, keep the common man stupid, yet ready for labor for us, to serve us. I used to laugh at that. It was only a dark period of that time, maybe a total of six months. You know how when you roll with the wrong crowd, I think it was because it was my first real big assignment on my own. No nannies. I was in charge. And then I headed up that area. I felt powerful. I freaking drank that like nobody's business. I was like, man, these people are so stupid. And it's like, how are they not going to be stupid? If you've got your TV, your radio, your government, your news, your newspapers, your social media constantly bombarding you with bullshit, you're going to take it. Like, I can't even see 
Today there was an open house at my daughter's school and I was supposed to be filing my stuff online. So I didn't go. It's a good thing I didn't go because I would have been like, you need to shred your degree because you're freaking retarded. You really think that mask helps. There are kids that are angry at their parents, teenagers, frustrated that their parents donated them to science without knowing what the repercussions are. They sacrificed their kids by putting them into these experimental vaccination programs. So much pain. So much pain. You know, and you know, they're teenagers. Could you imagine if we had the internet like they did, you know, between the ages of 13 and 16? Shit. First of all, I, 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 all of us would be geniuses. Okay. Let's just get that done out of the way. I don't know how they're so dumb when they have access to so much information, but they're reading things. You know, even my child was like, Hey mom, um, you know, this zombie stuff. Why is everybody talking about zombie apocalypses and reanimating corpses? I'm like, "Eh, let's not talk about that right now. So imagine all the kids that got this vaccine that won't be able to have kids because their mom and dad thought, well, you need to do the right thing. You need to protect the elderly. You need to play sports. Just be a compliant citizen. Imagine how they feel. Imagine how they feel. And I don't even want to imagine how the parents feel because I have, I have sympathy. I have compassion, but I also loathe that they would take something so precious that that was created in the dark, so incredible, so unique, and just chuck it away because someone said so, right? I feel for them. I really do. I really do. But I have, you know, they chose. They chose. They chose to do it regardless of what they'll lie and tell themselves. They chose to do it. And, you know, a lot of you gave me a lot of crap when I said that the kids are going to be leading this movement starting 2022. You have no idea what's coming. Nothing can stop what's coming. What what we're about to go through is a very rapid transition. And they're trying to slow it down, hoping that they can um, weaken us. But we're helping them irritate us. They're doing it so blatantly that you just can't help but be at that tipping point where all you want to do is just cuss every other word. Right? They're, 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 They're laughing at us. They're just like, what? Science. The fuck is science? You know, I have good mind to go down to my daughter's school and look at these science teachers and say, you need to be fired because you were peddling the masks, telling people they were safe with them. Fuck your degree. It means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. For all the nurses and doctors that did it, absolutely nothing. It is a disgrace. You know, I went by, I wanted to get myself cake. I didn't get cake, but I'm, I'm allergic to whatever they put as a chemical on some peaches. 
but I really like peaches. So in between errands, I went through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A to get a peach milkshake, which I only had like three sips. It was way too sweet, but I did like the peach flavor. And when I was at the window, I um, asked the guy, hey, he was wearing a mask. I was like, hey, what if you found out that, you know, the mask that they have been forcing you to wear, they all knew doesn't work. They just did it to force you to comply. Just, you know, just to force you to comply. How would you feel? And he's still wearing the mask. And he's like, I'd be very frustrated. I, I was like, frustrated? What, about your employer or the whole world? How would you respond to it? The response that I got was insane. He said, well, I mean, they're more powerful than us. And he handed me my drink. I'm just like, what? This is why. <laughs> this is exactly it. People believe that they are immensely powerful than us. Uh, let's, let's take a step back. All right. Let's hop over across the sea where only Valiant Tor can go and he and his minions cannot. Let's pop over and stand there and watch the world. So as we're watching the world, we see all the people with their masks, terrified, working, poverty, luxury, the whole nine yards. You're watching it like a movie. They're all in buildings, houses, on farms and ranches. Just picture it. To run them, the one that, in order for them to eat, go places, right? There's a few people that own everything. So on top of them, instead of a sky, I want you to picture a screen with clouds and stuff and a ton of information coming in, right? Just telling them stuff all the time through the news, the media, the clothes they wear, the advertisements. And then they go and buy things. So they're consuming goods. And those that are the consumers are also being consumed. So it's kind of like one big ball of world of just enclosed in sectioned off in this fake reality that's created by the people that feed you, fuel you, fund you, and make you run. Like a hamster wheel. Hamster's going to run on the wheel when you put it on there. It's going to run. And you give it water and food and collect its shit and you teach it little tricks, right? You're the damn hamster. Now, what happens if the hamster says, I don't need this wheel. I'm busting out of this bitch. Suddenly, you have no hamster. There's no point in putting food and water because the hamster's not going to take your food and water. Instead, it's going to bite you in your sleep. Okay? This is what people need to do. Get off the damn wheel. Pay attention and see what it is and how it is and what's happening. CDC is not forcing vaccines, yet they are issuing mandates across the United States as if they have some authority on how to do it. Congress passed a bill. And the CDC gave regulations to every single school official telling them in order to get this money, you need to prop up this plastic shit. Because every time I see that in a store, 
where they have this plexiglass box and it's open around them. Um, I, I ask them, do you feel safe with this? The virus not going to go around. Doesn't notice. Stop right here. This, you look retarded. Sometimes they'll say, I'm not going to serve you. Well, I don't need you to serve me. And I leave. Just look at how stupid people look. Take a look at just how stupid we look. All of us, just how dumb we look. We're wearing a mask that obviously doesn't protect you from shit. Maybe if you're doing nails that do like that, you know, sparkle, shiny, like diamond in sky, you wear it because you don't want to inhale that stupid acrylic shit. Right? That's actually a big particle you can inhale. It doesn't help you if you're going somewhere where it's smoky. You'll suffocate instead. Think how dumb. Everybody looks so dumb. So stupid. So dumb. Then they have the plexiglass. A big ass reception desk with one little square and now they feel safe. Get out of here. Like, think about it. Common sense? <laughs> you would think, because it's called common sense, that it's common. It's definitely rare. You look at them and you're just like, I'm sick and tired of looking at these people. You know, there was a guy who looked pretty smart. I was leaving my building and he was entering. Oh, he was leaving. I was entering. Sorry, it was after I picked up my daughter. He looks smart, suit, everything, probably one of the federal workers in my building, whatever, who cares, right? I was like, why are you wearing that mask? Do you feel safe? He goes, I do it for work. I was like, good little slave, keep doing it because it's going to keep you super safe. I didn't, I was so angry today at, at how nobody can see just how stupid, I, I look across the sea, where only Valiant Tory can go. And he and his minions cannot. Stand there and look. I think my anger stems from the frustration that people can't see it. There are people that can't see it. And even if you tell them, there's people that are like, yeah, you know, I'm okay with being a slave. So this is why the last president warned us. We don't have a president right now. You know, there was a, there's a class action that we're putting together. And I actually kind of thought of it in the last like bit while. And I had a conversation earlier today about it with someone. It's like, I'm not suing Biden. He's not even an authority. He's a, he doesn't even exist. He doesn't even exist. So I am not going to sue him, but we're going to sue someone else. And I've got that paperwork in line. I'm completely angry. It's so angry that, you know, as I said, I was yelling at my daughter this morning because when I got up, the only thing I could think about was how ashamed I am for the world. That's the only thing I could think about, how ashamed I am and how they've deceived everyone. And then the next thing that I realize is that they're willful prisoners too. They like being slaves. They're okay with that. They'd sacrifice freedom to feel 
comfortable, even if it is just for a little bit. When our borders are redrawn, they'll realize, not immediately, but afterwards, how sad, how fake. It's just, it makes me very sad because they are keeping the common man stupid simply to be ready to serve them. You know, Fauci, when he came out, he said masks don't work because he was like, no one's going to buy that shit. We can't say that shit. I'm not saying it. I'm a scientist. I'm going to look retarded. Everyone's like, just say it. We're all going to say it and everyone's going to believe it. Just say it. So then he changed it. Yeah. Masks work. Put on masks. And he was like, you know, no, they don't work. And then he was like, well, we're two of them now. Right. Think. Everything is just war. We have to empower our youth. We have to. We really have to empower our youth. There's no way around that. But they're 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 getting empowered. I I see it. You don't see it yet. Uh, actually, someone saw it today and was like, "Oh, sorry. Look, they're actually doing it." Let me share that with you. Because today, I, I you know I'm coming to the conclusion that. I may, indeed, my comfort zone may be pain. (laughs) I mean, there's no other way to explain my constant state of, I think my comfort zone is pain. And I think a lot of you may be in the same (laughs) boat with me, considering pain as your comfort zone. Let me share this with you. Let me show you these children. These children. Here we go. Students in my classes that teachers are handing out 100% for just appearing up in class today. With a mask. With a mask. They are giving out 100% just for showing up today. I find that appalling because just because we're protesting our rights, we're not being given credit. The 100% other kids are getting. All right, thank you. attempting to walk into school to get an education. The kids weren't allowed in school without a mask. They wanted to protest. And the teachers have barred them. Look, a group of students. It started with one and then two. Look at that insane teacher with a mask in the front. Thank you. I'm out of school, my daughter. So tell me. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Child says nobody will be suspended. Nobody has been suspended today. Nobody will be removed from sports. That they have a right to protest all they want. Okay, well, that's what you know. So, yeah. Thank you. Protest away. I like it. But I was 
too loudly in the, the open area because I was disrupting class. I told him, I said, then you need to go out there and tell them students that they're not going to be suspended. Tell them that they have a right to protest. I said, because, you know, your teachers are bullying this kid into fear. And the cop's like, well, what teachers, if you don't have a list of the names, so if any teacher has told you you will be suspended, freaking kicked out of sports or anything for today, report them. Can I just say something? Most of these kids are girls. Like, where are the boys at? Do they put a lot of soy in the South Dakota water? Just saying. Most of them are girls. They're all out there. And they said, you're not going to mask me and we're protesting this mask mandate. This is what we have to do. We should be red-pilling the youth. No one will refuse the youth. I mean, it's the youth that, that, that are torching places and stealing, you know, because they're deprived, you know, Chanel bread and Louis Vuitton milk, right? Because they're deprived and oppressed. They're kids. Sunrise Movement, they have all these groups brainwashing them and making them sacrifice shit at altars when they're in middle school and high school so they could go burn things and get arrested. Why aren't conservative parents telling them no? Look, you don't have rights. You're a kid. But you can, you can assert rights, right? You can assert your rights. Because innately, you have these rights. They can't do shit. They're getting federal tax dollars. They have to come at you with science. With actual science. I'm just saying. It's like it's only girls. Look at this. It's just a bunch of girls. I see some guys there. There we go. Some boys. There we go. Let's see what the kids are saying. She seemed like the silent protester. I like her. <laughs> the way she was so poised in front of the mask guy. We're gonna lock people inside the building. They have locked people in the building. They are not letting children go in to use the restroom. They are not letting any one of us in to go to class, to go use the restroom, or anything of that place. It is getting ridiculous. We have not done anything wrong. We are out here protesting our rights. We should have the right to not have to wear a mask. People can't breathe in them due to physical disabilities, due to just emotional trauma, and so much more. It is getting sickening at how they are trying to force us to do this kind of stuff. Because we won't wear a mask, they are not letting us in eat any of the buildings. And it's just wrong. I know a friend of mine that almost got strangled by a mask last year. They have trauma wearing them. And they just can't stand the sight of them anymore. So they are forcing kids that physically or emotionally cannot wear them to wear them. It's sickening and we have the right to choose what we wear and what we don't wear it needs to stop the fact that the board basically already chose that we had to wear masks before the board meeting even happened majority voted against the masks and yet they still decided to do it it's just enough is enough well it's because of money money Money, money, money. That's what it is. It's all about money. 
Apparently, superintendents have this nice letter that they received saying, hey, if you guys put plexiglass and you're in this and you wear a mask, guess what? You get money, 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 money. It's all about the money, 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 money. It's not about the science, 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 science. It's about money. So let me show you guys. Let me show you guys um, a document and I'll share it. These are the exhibits, though, that I have. Um, let me open it up. Open it. Open documents. Hello. Okay. It doesn't want to be my friend. Like, what is it doing? <clears throat> Trying to get this um, to be my friend. There we go. Now we can see it. All right, so let me share this screen. You're, I think you're gonna like it. This is what I was waiting for this morning, and then it turns out I have to go in person to, um, is that it? Gosh darn it. Does it not want me to show it? Hold on. It's not letting me show. Yeah, anyway. Let's see if I can do it a different way. I'm sorry. I was not expecting it to do this to me right now. Um, so that was, nope, not Hunter Biden. I have like so many files here. I'm trying to find the right one for you guys. Nope, not that one either. Let's close that and get rid of that. Great. There we go. Let me open it up with that. I think that's better. Okay, let's see if this works. I'm hoping that it does. Let's see, um, this one. Okay, it's not letting me do that either. That's so weird. Um, okay, so this is a bit of a pickle. Um, I know. You guys, let me just put on some music. I'm going to upload it somewhere. So then that way uh, we can all uh, see it together. Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor this one, yeah. Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kids' ears. Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year. Fuck Biden, he don't love America and it's clear. What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief? Uh, look it up, there's proof that he's all free. Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak. Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile creep. Holy Fuck shit, Biden. the Taliban just took over Afghanistan days after Biden pulled the troops. He working for the riches and the Clintons. I don't get it, what's the mission? He a bitch, so he won't never tell the truth. Nah, we ain't get the decision. Liberals had that shit rigged and they were switching up votes and hacking up in the Dominion. Need to take him out the White House and throw him in prison where he belongs in a cold cell city. Gotta call it how it is, dawg. This man is an idiot. He can't even form a sentence, dawg. This man is illiterate. We get fucked and stuck with Kamala. We get rid of him. Ugh. What the hell of a predicament? Every time I'm scrolling, see his post, it ain't nothing but trolling. America ain't fucking with this guy, that's a fact, and he know it. Middle fingers up, here's the way we feel about you, Joey. Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor this one, yeah. Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kids' ears. Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year. Fuck Biden, he don't love America, and it's clear. What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief? Uh, 
Look it up, it's proof that he's all free. Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak. Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile creep. Fuck Biden. I do not accept, I do not respect. Like who would protect your whole administration? Haven't you heard? There's evidence out that you do not deserve to be president. We hate this. Could be a sleepy Joe cheetah part two up in the ass like yeah. This could be a sleepy Joe cheetah part two, but I'd rather say fuck Biden. Fingers in the air. Hey, bring that ass here, boy. I ain't done with you. Replacing you with the 45th is all that we want to do. Wave a Trump one and fuck Biden flags in front of you. Meaning Trump was number one and you was number two. Look at this fucking dude. Do your damn job. Fix a fucking pothole or something. What's the damn problem? Uh, you too busy trying to be a socialist. And I don't even think these people understand how close he is. What we say? Fuck Biden. They gon' try to censor this one. Yeah. Fuck Biden. Stop whispering in little kids' ears. Fuck Biden. He been making this shit worse all year. Fuck Biden. He don't love America and it's clear. What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief? Uh, look it up. It's proof that he's all free. Fuck Biden. You soft. You making us look weak. Fuck Biden. Always looking like a pedophile creep. Fuck Biden. I think that song was very good. I hope you agreed. <laughs> Agree to that. Um, all right. So I got it up. <laughs> got it up. So great song. Great song. Great song. All right. Let's take a look. These are my exhibits. So this is uh, Mr. Stephen E. Petty. He talks about what he's done, how he's an you know occupational safety health. You know he knows all his stuff. He's a PP. This is like his resume, his certifications, kind of like two pages long, his publications, all of them, and then all his court statements, testimony, sessions that he does, uh, speeches. So here's where he's an expert witness in cases, all of these, right? Relative to PPE, of course, masks. So he's like an actual, damn, that's going to, that's going to be a lot of paper that I have to freaking print. Ugh. All right. So I'm printing all of these and I have to hand them over. I have to do 10 copies of this. I, it's going to be crazy. So these are my exhibits. So here is what he provided, reducing the risk of COVID-19 using engineering controls. This is his guidance document. PPE, as you can see, is the most, is the least effective, least effective. This is by the specialist. This is his guidance document. Okay. This is his guidance document. It explains the science, right? Explains the science. Quite elaborate perfect. This guy is the subject matter expert. Experimental investigation of indoor aerosol dispersion and accumulation in the context of COVID-19. Effects of masks and vent ventilation. This is actually a research study uh, that was done and it was published on the 21st of July um, in an uh, in, uh, actual scientific journal, peer to Peer, pub, peer review publishing, look, all the schematics, all the real science. Explaining how masks don't work, right? This is, I'm just scrolling all through this. I can um, put it up there for you guys to use. Here's from Environmental Research and Public Health. Uh, this article was published in uh, April, and it talks about the side effects uh, of using a mask that covers a mouth and nose 
every day and the potential hazards. So here we are, full analysis. This is science, right? I don't know what science everybody else is quoting, but this is actual science from the subject matter experts. And every single school board in Ohio is going to have this in every lawsuit filed against them, okay? They're going to have this, all this science, full science, with tons of citations, hundreds of them actually, Tim. So this is a letter from the Secretary of Education. I'm going to read this so that my people that listen to me on the radio can hear this. As we take a historic step forward together in helping schools reopen and remain open safely with the enactment of the American Rescue Plan, ARP Act of 2021. I want to recognize the extraordinary ongoing efforts of you and your colleagues in confronting the challenges of COVID-19 epidemic. So this was sent to every commissioner, superintendent of every school board. Just pay attention. On Thursday, uh, President Biden signed into law ARP, which will deliver critical aid to states as well as the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia, districts, schools, educators, students, and families as the country continues to recover from COVID-19 pandemic. So more fluff, more fluff. It is with sense of urgency that the state educational agencies and school districts should plan to expend these funds to safely reopen schools as expeditiously as possible this spring, sustain their healthy operations, and address the significant academic, social, emotional, and mental health needs of their students. This includes using funds to enact appropriate measures to help schools to invest in mitigation strategies consistent with the Centers for Disease Control Prevention's strategy for K through 12 schools. This is how it went out from Miguel Cardona to all of them. This is, wait, this is another case. Okay, hold on. What's this one? ECFR data, why do I have that one up there? Don't know. Okay, here's my complaint. So this is my complaint. It will have a civil action number tomorrow. Um, I am filing it against all of them. I've stated my jurisdiction and venue. Where's the affidavit? I should have the affidavit here. Maybe I should upload that so that you guys can see it too. But I will read it to you regardless. I'll share it on Telegram anyway. But here, I just wanted to say we've put together all the information uh, necessary in regards to um, our science of what masks do and what the PPE is. Um, we've put the violation of procedural due process, Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment, violation of substantive due process, uh, count three is violation of procedure to due process, violation of substantive due process, and, you know, reserving rights and prayer for relief. So that's that. This is, I'm going to upload that other document too, because you guys should see um, the actual affidavit uh, that um, uh, Mr. Petty was so kind uh, to put together. It is just incredible from him reading the case and responding to it. The man is extremely responsive. 
he's just an incredible human being and very smart and knows, you know, he knows his stuff. And so I'm extremely excited about it because it will give power to parents across the United States to be able to fight for their children with actual science. Now, needless to say, uh, you must understand that they don't really care about the science. No matter how many facts you bring into a case, right? They don't care. What they care about is the money that they will be allocated for complying with whatever the CDC said. That is their concern. It is not your children. It is not the science. Because if they actually looked at real science, uh, with without you don't even need to, a degree to know that masks don't work, right? You don't need a degree to tell you that. You know they don't work. But yet, for whatever reason, they're trying to convince the whole world otherwise. I mean, even Fauci resisted at first, and then he changed his spiel. This lawsuit, for me, has many aspects into it. Uh, it has obviously addressing the masks and how they did it, how it's arbitrary, how they don't have science, how it's, you know, causing irreparable harm to the children. But also, you know, a lot of these people are going to be running and hiding because even though it's not subject matter of the case, uh, for the judge to understand, these people are actually criminals. So, you know, when when you tell people, hey, you just you just gave me this box, right, um, to wear this mask and this mask, you know, on the box says doesn't help me, you know, why am I wearing this mask? And they just look at you like you're dumb, right? Well, just wear it because masks work. You need to keep everybody safe. And it's like, how does that work? So I want to show you the affidavit. I'm going to read it for those that are going to be watching, you can, I guess, read along. I'll skip over some parts that aren't really necessary for the gist of it. Um, but this man is just incredible. He, you know, puts in, he serves as an expert, cited everything. I'm a current member in good standing of the American Industrial Hygiene Association, American Board of Industrial Hygiene, American Conference of Governmental Industrial Hygienists, American Institute of Chemical Engineers, American Society of Heating, Refrigeration, Air Conditioning Engineers, member of ASHRAE. And, you know, he goes in and says, on, on May 7th, 2021, the Centers of Disease Control updated its guidance, providing that the primary mechanism for transmission of COVID is through airborne aerosols and not as previously stated by touching contaminated surfaces or through large respiratory droplets as also stated during previous periods in the pandemic. <clears throat> airborne viral aerosols can consist of a single viral particle or multiple viral particles clumped together and are usually smaller than five microns. By comparison, Droplets are five, micro, are, are five microns to 10 microns in size. The area of a micron by a micron is approximately one four thousandth of the area of a cross-section of a human hair. And one eighty-eighth the diameter of a human hair. COVID particles are one tenth of a micron or one forty thousandth 
of the area of a cross section of a human hair and one of 880th diameter of a human hair. A recent University of Florida study capturing air samples with an enclosed automobile cabin occupied by COVID positive individual showed that the only culturable COVID-19 virus samples obtained were 0.25 microns to 0.5 microns in size. Particles smaller than five microns are considered very small and or very fine or aerosols. Very small particles do not fall by gravity in the same rate that larger particles do, and they can stay suspended in the air for a very long time, even days to weeks. Because they stay suspended in concentration in indoor air, very small particles can potentially accumulate and become more concentrated over time indoors if ventilation is poor. Very small airborne aerosols pose a particularly great risk of exposure and infection because they because since they're so small, they easily reach deep into the lung. This explains in part why COVID-19 is so easily spread and why so little COVID-19 is required for infection. Exposure to airborne aerosols is a function of two primary parameters, concentration and time. Less is better regarding both parameters. For many reasons, personal protective equipment in the is the least desirable way to protect people from very small airborne aerosols. Moreover, masks are not PPE since they cannot be sealed and do not meet the provisions of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration Respiratory Protection Standards, namely 29 CFR 1910.134. Regarding PPE, facial coverings do not effectively protect individuals from exposure to very small airborne aerosols. A device referred to as a respirator is required to provide such protection. So, basically, he's not saying COVID doesn't exist. He's telling him, well, let's see. So he goes further. I have reviewed Mayfield City School District's protective facial covering policy during pandemic and endemic events as set forth in the policy manual of the Mayfield uh, City School District Board of Education. Ordinary facial coverings like the ones required by the Mayfield City School District facial covering policy do not meet any of the several key OSHA respiratory protection standards for respirators because of the gaps around the edges of facial coverings required by Mayfield City School District's policy. They do not filter out COVID-19 aerosols. The policy stating masks will be worn without gaps defies known science that masks worn today cannot be sealed and always have gaps. The effectiveness of a cloth facial covering falls to zero when there is a 3% or more area in the edges around the sides of the facial covering. Most over-the-counter disposable facial coverings have edge gaps of 10% or more. When adult-sized facial coverings are used by children, edge gaps will usually greatly exceed the 10%. Even short breaks to eat expose individuals to COVID-19 aerosols in indoor spaces. Ordinary cloth facial coverings, like the ones required by the Mayfield City School mask requirement, do not provide any filtering benefit relative to particles smaller than 5 microns, if not sealed. Substantial mitigation of COVID-19 particles would be immediately achieved by opening windows and using fans to draw out outdoor air into indoor spaces, diluting the concentration of aerosols, setting fresh air dampers to maximum, opening on 
HVAC systems, overriding HVAC energy controls, increasing the number of times indoor air is recycled, installing needlepoint ionization technology to HVAC intake fans, and installing inexpensive ultraviolet germicide devices to HVAC systems. All of the above reference techniques are more effective and meet standard industrial hygiene hierarchy of controls and practices for controlling exposures in places for nearly a hundred years. The use of cloth facial coverings do not fit within these basic hierarchy of controls since masks are not PPE and cannot be sealed. There are no OSHA standards for facial coverings as respiratory protection. Extended use of respiratory PPE is not indicated without medical supervision. As explained in an article titled, Is a Mask That Covers the Mouth and Nose Free from Undesirable Side Effects in Everyday Use and Free Potential Hazards, that was printed on April 20th, 2021 in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, that's attached, we scroll through, right? Uh, The following negative effects from wearing masks were reported. Internal diseases, COPD, sleep apnea, advanced renal failure, obesity, cult, cardiopulmonary dysfunction and asthma, pediatric diseases, asthma, respiratory diseases, cardiopulmonary diseases, neuromuscular and epilepsy, psychiatric illness, claustrophobia, panic disorder, personality disorders, dementia, schizophrenia, helpless patients, fixed and sedated patients, ENT diseases, vocal cord disorder, rhinitis and obstructive diseases, dermatological, acne, atopic, Neurological, migraines and headache sufferers, patients with intracranial masses and epilepsy, occupational health restrictions, moderate to heavy physical work, gynecological restrictions, pregnant women. These are all findings. In fact, the overall possible resulting measurable drop, measurable drop in oxygen saturation of the blood on the one hand and the increase in carbon dioxide on the other contribute to an increased non-androgenic stress response with heart rate increase and respiratory rate increase in some cases also to a significant blood pressure increase. So these are all effects. So he said in summary, PPE is the least desirable way Facial coverings required by the Mayfield School policy are not recognized as PPE. Therefore, they cannot be sealed and not covered by OSHA, respiratory, uh, you know, the outlines that they have. Very small aerosol particles are more likely to be greater cause of disease than respiratory droplets because they evade PPE and reach deep into the lungs. Much better alternatives in controlling. And he signed it and I got it today. So I was supposed to file this today, but apparently it's a federal case and um, the account wasn't uh, set for it. So I'm just going to walk it in. So this is <clears throat> this is real science. And this is how you win when you have real science on your side. Because no matter how many times we tell them you look stupid, because that is science too. <laughs> Science is observing something in nature. And right now I see a lot of idiots. Um, but this this lawsuit, I'm going to put it in like this. And then um, I'm going to print out something and hand it to the parents. I don't, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend a fortune on paper tomorrow. But what I'm going to do is when it's pickup, I'm going to stand in in the pickup line where all the soccer moms line up in one line, and I'm just going to stand there and hand them a document that kind of summarizes what's going on in the case number and tell them to email me at a specific email address if they want to uh, make this a class action and that they can put their name on it. 
So that's how I'm going to do it. I mean, Phoebe was like, oh my God, mom, this is so dumb. This is so embarrassing. Everybody knows you're my mom. And it's like, nobody cares. I don't care. 10 years from now, you're going to thank me. So, and I also told her I'm going to stand at the back of the line. Okay. So, um, obviously I'm going to do that and then get the summons and, and, and hustle, hustle it over, um, to them. But see, this will be the first school district. Um, next school district I'm hoping is Vermilion. I know there's a ton of parents that I met. Uh, I know one parent is at a school board meeting. I tried to send him my, uh, documentation, um, uh, you know, uh, last minute while I was filing cause it was just terrible, but I have it all together. Um, and I will be sharing this because it's, it's very important that people can take it and they can do it. They can take it and, and, and do it themselves. Uh, and you can reach out to Mr. Petty. He's working with the America frontline doctors, right? Um, America's amazing doctors. Let's call them the amazing real doctors that do real science and real medicine, right? So it's, it's really important that we, um, that we focus on this and take our school boards back quickly because this is how we teach the kids how parents fight, how the government really is supposed to work and how grievances are addressed. This is something they are not taught in school. Instead, we have losers like this guy, hold on, who are recruiting children to go break things and burn things because that's what they should be doing because he said so. Because orange man bad. What is going on today with my computer? It keeps doing that. Okay, there we go. Hold on. See, it's something's really wrong. I just, I have just way too much stuff open. That's why. There we go. Here we go. Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so that, yeah, when, when there is like right wing rallies and stuff, then we like, she will create an opposition to that. Yeah. Beautiful. Where would you go to connect with some of these organizations? Like, no, I, I post calendar oh, every week. Awesome. And then, so, like, they, it's, and I do it for extra credit. So they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've, I've had, like, students show for, like, protests, community events, you know, tabling, food distribution, also sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection. That's their extra credit. Like, I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. So the Cultural Revolution in the 60s was fixing the problem that came about after the economic crisis. It ultimately failed, right? Um, and there was a lot of excesses. People were definitely, like, you know, shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been. Incredibly ugly behavior come out of this city. And you can see a couple of people over there that might be demonstrating that. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? People were definitely shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been. I like what you said in our phone call. So like I have 180 days, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. And that's the question. Yeah. Because a lot of them were indifferent. I think they're distracted by the gadgets and video games. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Yeah. Meet Gabriel Dyke, 
He's a public school teacher paid for by taxpayer dollars at Intercom High School in Sacramento, California. Guy, who teaches advanced placement government classes, is not shy about his involvement in Antifa's local chapter. He even has an Antifa flag and a poster of Mao Zedong in his classroom. So, um, you know, it's like my wife and I have been political organizers. I've been organizing since I was 13. Wow. And, and I've been in a ton of different organizations. Um, and I've, I've, you know, I've been on the front lines and I've taken a step back and gone back and forth. And, and my wife is the same way. Um, is there a local Antifa or chapter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the, the Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, and like we, we have no official like member yeah, yeah, list, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so that yeah, when when there is like right wing rallies and stuff, then yeah. we like we'll create an opposition to that. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so and and Sacramento. Uh, you know, as as a city itself is, is incredibly diverse, but um, we're surrounded so by I, a bunch of right wing rednecks. And then um, the other really big organization in our area that uh, app, if you're looking to get involved is um, NorCal Resist. Uh-huh. Um, NorCal Resist does uh, direct outreach um, for like undocumented folks. Um, they help them with like material support as well as legal aid and support with the help of uh, National Lawyers Guild. Um, so they work in tandem with each other. So that's why I do like political efficacy events because I want to get them out in the community. I want to get them familiar with organizations that are doing work, what type of work they're doing, how they can be involved, yeah. where their passion is, and what they can contribute. Because it's yeah. like every single one of us can do something. Yeah. I'm not asking you to all be on the front lines, but I am asking you to be involved. And yeah. it is so much more than just sharing a tweet or posting on Instagram. Guype seems eager to get his students actively participating at radical activist political events. He takes it one step further by motivating them through extra credit in exchange for their attendance. So I just want to say, um, if you noticed in South Dakota, where we were watching all these young students today protesting against masks, the teachers were providing extra credit for the kids that were obedient right? Giving them 100% for the day because they came to class with a mask on. Now, what has happened to the education? What has happened is, is that most of these teachers go through something called Teach America. I've talked about this before. And they recruit your children from ages 10 and up so that they can be activists. Now, not a lot of them talk so easily, but just looking at him, I would want him teaching my child. Most of the teachers, I saw new hires uh, on my um, daughter's school where they're going into like elementary and pre-K. One of them just graduated in May. Well, okay, I'm not saying she shouldn't have her first job, but all of them are leftist idiots. I don't need them teaching my kids their vitriol and poison. I don't need them glorifying and glamorizing communism. I need them to teach how to do one plus one, how to write and how to learn actual history, not what they want. Um, what's incredible also is, you know, the mandate that was sent out to all the school people was that they were encouraged to have vaccine clinics and promote the vaccine within the school. Now, again, these are crimes against children. I think we have a remedy for that. Okay. I think we have a remedy for that because this is child abuse. What he did is child abuse. 
You take a young mind that's malleable and by law cannot be held uh, accountable to the standard of an adult when they commit a crime, right? That means their minds are malleable and they're un- then they can be influenced. And he is a figure of authority that is telling the children how to think. This is why they are creating slaves within our school system. Masks are just one step. So for for you, fit like so let's say my son, my son is pretty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that dude, seventeen, um, who wants to get plugged in though to actually doing stuff in the community to activism. Can who, who where would he go to connect to some of these organizations? Like people that are interested in their flyers or something. No, I, I post calendar oh, every week. Awesome. Yeah. So, so they, for the organizations that you mentioned, so they can. That's yeah. dope. Man. And then so, so like it's and I do it for extra credit, so they get points for doing it. Like and so that encourages them to do it. Because <laughs> like, I I can't just like hey here's some things but they'll never go right. Um, and I've I've had like students show for like protests, community events, you know, tabling, food distribution, also sorts of sorts. So I, I, since I work with PSL, and PSL has connections with a bunch of other organizations, um, and also like Sacramento Peace Action, which is like a very old organization that posts a calendar on their website every month of all the events that are going on, and I just put them on my whiteboard, let them know where they are. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their exercise. If you look at these photos from Gaib's classroom, you can see he has an Antifa flag as well as a poster of Mao Zedong, the Chinese dictator who is one of the most notoriously brutal leaders in history, responsible for the death of millions. Uh, I, I probably uh, as, as far left as you can go. <laughs> so, like, um, I've gone down those deep, dark rabbit holes where, like, the idea of like adventurism and just being like, why aren't people just like? Taking up arms, like why? Are, and you know, we have historical take, take taking up arms, like yeah. against the state, like it, and we have historical examples of that happening and them getting crushed and being martyrs for a cause. And it's like, okay, well, it's it's still going because it takes massive amounts of organization. Geip's radical philosophy is prominent in the teaching in his own classroom. Geip goes on to say he's not the only teacher at Intercom High School who shares his radical beliefs. Oh, yeah, because a lot of a lot of senior parents at this point have backed off, yeah, right? Yeah. So they're just kind of like, well, you can fend for yourself. You know, I know um, other people in my department who teach like tenth graders who who had like parent meetings, like some you know a student who complained about like a pride flag and said that they felt uncomfortable. I've had students, you know, during anonymous surveys at the end of the year, comment about the things that I have in my classroom. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. And I, had, I addressed it to everyone because I didn't know who it was. And I was like, well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. Yeah. It's bro. Yeah. And it's hard not to. you make them revolutionaries that got TikTok. Right. Yeah. So if you heard carefully, he said that the students complain about those flags. He doesn't care. So there are students there that will tell him that they don't like it, right? This is the students that we should be cultivating and telling them, no, no, no. When you go to school, it's it's the time that you break the rules. Uh, you know, like, I told my kid, go out, do something illegal or something. Like, just 
go, go have fun, go climb a wall or something. Uh, you know, when you're young, you're supposed to know that the world is open for you to do what you want. We're supposed to be teaching these kids to not have boundaries because this is how we get to the next level of innovation by not putting restraints on their creativity, on their likes and their wants. You know, parents that tell them, no, you're either going to be a doctor or a lawyer and that's it, right? Or a teacher or whatever they tell them is wrong because, you know, you could be, you can, your son or your daughter could be the next Picasso or your son or your daughter can, you know, be the next most amazing chef in the world or the best hairdresser or someone that invents a way to do something better than we do it now. I mean, why would you put restrictions on kids? Now all we're getting is worker bees. We don't have children that think for themselves anymore. They're told how to think. Well, that's just it. It's like, utilize that propaganda, right? Like, these are all great tools on how to get, you know, it's like, I've, I've met so many people in my life who, when they met me, thought I was, like, off the wall, right? And now they're all Marxists, right? You know, and I'm just like, your your political identification changed, and I so I have a huge political spectrum in my room on the wall. So they take an ideology quiz in, in their unit four, and I put their face, or they have to give me a picture of themselves, and I put it on the wall where they are. Every year, they get further and further left. And, and I've, I've made them pay attention to where my tack marks are, because I'm like, these ideologies are considered extremes, right? Extreme times breed extreme ideologies, right? There is a reason why Generation Z, these kids, are, are becoming further and further left. Give you, are there teachers like you? I think there are more than there used to be. Um, and I, I think that, uh, like, there's three other teachers in my department that I did my credential program with, and they're rad. They're great people. Um, and they're definitely, like, on the same page. So what do you think of, of China, though? Have you so, been? Have you been? I, have not, I have not. I'm actually going in April. Okay, I'm cool. Super I wanted to go, to just go. to see it, because yeah. I hear conflicting things. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it, it's... Yeah. One, <laughs> I mean, there, some of it was, you know, like the, the revolution that happened in, in 1949 with like now and like yeah. the Chinese Communist yeah. Party, right? And then like the cultural revolution that happened in the 60s to the 70s up until like Mao's death and then Dang coming in and like opening up to capitalist, you know, kind of investment and, and creating the road that they're currently on. Um, and then, like, what Xi Jinping is attempting to do now, kind of, like, going back to more the Maoist understanding of socialism. So you need a two-prong system, which is exactly what Huey Nguyen and Fred Hampton understood, was that you needed propaganda of the deed, the economic, and also prop cultural propaganda as well. You needed to re retrain the way that people think. So, so remember what he said. He, uh, uh, all, throughout his time as a teacher, everyone's been moving left. That's because the teachers have been doing this. That's because the things that your children are exposed to have been doing this, right? That's why. They want, they, these people like him that are delusional, believe that they will find some harmony or some utopia uh, by uh, glamorizing communism or socialism that's Mao-like. <laughs> people forget that people starved on purpose because of Mao and how they were tortured. But anyway, I digress. He was a great visionary. I have to give him that. But it just all went pear-shaped, pear-shaped, pear-shaped. Um, 
they probably loved, you know, my Biden advertisement where, you know, everyone was standing up for the party, right? And it was Biden's face. <laughs> they hate Biden. They don't like him. They want someone that's going to bring it on hard and, and make everyone equal, which makes no sense. Can you see how we're entering this dystopia? You've seen this movie before where there's a city and outside of the city are the average people. But the people in the city that have been born there and raised there don't know about the people outside, right? They think what they have is freedom. So when they disappear to a place that no one speaks of, oh, well, they broke the rules. They shouldn't have mated with that person or, oh, they should have known their place. They're getting, you know, or when they come to that age for harvest, you know, it's time we go. Now, children, you'll be safe in the hands of the city. You know, this is this is what they want. They would rather exchange 40 years of comfort from zero to 40 rather than live, feel pain, love, and learn who they are. Instead, they just want to cycle themselves in and out is the most sad thing I have seen in a very long time, just listening to them, like looking into their little chats and Zoom calls now where they're recruiting all these children. It makes me really sad and it's so easy for them because they have conditioned them with these masks. They wear them and they don't even think about it. Adults are doing it. They're just obeying. They're obeying. They are slaves and they don't see it. They don't want to take the chains off. How do you make a man want to be free? You can't. The Cultural Revolution in the 60s was fixing the problem that came about after the economic run. Right? It was like, well, what can we do now to root out this culture that keeps perpetuating hyper-individualism, hyper-competitiveness, uh, you know, capitalist exploitation and consolidation of wealth. It ultimately failed, right? Um, there was a lot of excesses. People were definitely, like, you know, shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been. Um, but I do think that it's it's important to understand that as an of an economic revolution. They, they were changing the base, and then they went to change the superstructure. Um, and, and you cannot change one without the other. You can't have cultural shifts without the economic shift and, and vice versa. So I think that for movements in the United States, um, that we need to be able to attack both fronts, right? We need to create parallel structures of power because we cannot rely on the state. So we need to distribute food, necessities. We need to create those mutual aid programs that we can look back at, at groups like the Panthers and, and learn from their their successes as well as their mistakes, as well as consistently focusing on education and a change of cultural propaganda. It's like we have to hit both fronts. We have to convince people that this is what we actually need. We caught up with Guy to ask for comment. Gabriel, hello, how are you? I'm good. I am a journalist with Project Veritas. I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, um, I think that there's been a lot of uncomfortability in your classroom. And you mentioned to one of our colleagues that you have 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries. Would you a student voice their uncomfortability in your classroom with the Antifa flag? Do you recall that? Uh, you tacitly implied they might be aligned with fascists. I mean, is this the kind of behavior 
in line with the mission statement of your high school. That you're harassing. Sir, I'm not harassing you. I'm, you I'm trying to get comments. You're a public school teacher. I understand that. But you're a public school teacher. Harassing. And you're teaching things outside the curriculum of your school. I have some footage that I need to show a member of the school district here. You guys can't be in here recording. You need to leave, please. Okay, we're, we're trying to show you. No, I want you to leave. I'm going to call the police. Geit believes it's okay to enforce his radical political agenda on his students. This tip came to us from someone on the inside of Geit's school and was corroborated by a Project Veritas undercover journalist. If you're on the inside of one of these educational institutions, contact us and send us a tip at veritastips at protonmail.com. We'll send our team of undercover journalists to corroborate. Be brave. Do something. Yes, that's what people should do is be brave. They only look like giants because you're on your knees. The minute you stand up, they tremble because they know the power that you yield. They can't consume you if you're not consuming their goods. If you're not eating the bullshit they feed you, well, they lose. Remember that. Intermission time. Since the first volley of gunfire, brave Americans in every generation have answered the call of duty and won victory for freedom in its hour of need. General Douglas MacArthur once said that the soldier who is called upon to offer and to give his life for his country is the noblest development of mankind. We pay tribute to those brave souls who raced into gunfire, roared into battle, and ran into hell to face down evil. They made their sacrifice not for fame or for money or even for glory, but for country. Today, a new generation of American patriots are fighting to win the battle against terrorism, risking their lives to protect our citizens from an enemy that uses the murder of innocence to wage war on humanity itself. I believe that God has a special place in heaven for those who lay down their lives so that others may live free from fear and this horrible oppression. Now, let us pledge to make the most of that freedom that they so gallantly and brilliantly fought for. Their stories are now woven into the soul of our nation, into the stars and stripes on our flag, and into the beating hearts of our great, great people. Today we pay tribute to that legacy, a legacy you protect and grow each and every day. We dominate the sky, we dominate the sea, we dominate the land and space. Not merely because we have the best equipment, but because we have the best people. Each of you embodies the warrior creed, your devotion, prowess, and expertise make you the most fearsome fighting force in the history of our world. Together with our allies, 
America's warriors are prepared to defend our nation using the full range of our unmatched capabilities. We will never yield, never waver, and never falter in defense of our people, our freedom, and our great American flag. That flag stands for the values of our republic, the history of our people, the sacrifice of our heroes, and our loyalty to the nation we love. This is the heritage of the American Armed Forces, the greatest force for peace and justice the world has ever known. As Americans celebrate Veterans Day this month, we honor all who have sacrificed to make peace and stability possible. We pay tribute to every proud American who has worn the uniform and served our country. Today, many nations are thriving because of the sacrifices made by American service members and our allies, and because of the sacrifices all of you continue to make each and every day. You are the reason the great American flag will proudly stand behind me wherever I go. And every time I look at that flag, I will think of brave men and women like you. And I will think of all of the American patriots down through the generations who poured out their blood, sweat, tears, hopes, and dreams to defend our country. You are the greatest hope for people who desire to live in freedom and harmony. And you are the greatest threat to tyrants and dictators who seek to prey on the innocent. The path of strong nations and free people, certain of their values and confident in their futures, is a proven path toward prosperity and peace. We cherish our cultures. We embrace our values. And we always fight for what we believe in. Because of you, the people of America and the freedom-loving people everywhere are able to fulfill their destinies and follow their dreams. And we are grateful for your families, for their sacrifice and support that allows our brave men and women to serve. We are eternally grateful for your service and for your sacrifice and we are forever in your debt. I am so proud to be here with you today. We face many challenges and many opportunities, and we will face all of them together as a team. And if we do, I am certain that the future for America has never, ever looked brighter. Because of patriots like you, freedom, will prevail. As your Commander-in-Chief, I thank you, I salute you, God bless you, God bless the armed forces, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. I don't know how anybody in the armed services can watch that, hear that, and and not say, oh man, I think we're doing it wrong. I really don't. I don't see how they could do it. I can tell you that the day I swore in, I didn't think much of it. Like I said, I wanted to be a nun. (laughs) I really did want to be a nun. Uh, My parents were very against it. And I was talked out. 
of being an unbiased monk that turned out to be sainted after he died and he became a saint. I wanted to be a nun. I wanted to devote myself to trying to help people by praying. I, I, I know it sounds, it sounds really, I actually wanted to be like a nun in a monastery where I don't even interact with people or all, where all I do is pray, cook, pray, pray, cook, pray. That's it. Um, and he talked me out of it. He said, no, 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 you're going to do other things. He talked to me about a lot of things over those many hours. And I can say I was so proud when I graduated and the proudest day of my life was when I got my orders in that Manila Fogler, when I was done with my training, I was so excited. I was so excited, right? I was like, oh man, I'm like, totally. I was actually stoked. I was going to be on an oiler. I was a little bit pissed because I can only stay in one place and smoke. And that's if, you know, by the aft, right? But then as I get those orders the next day, you know, I'm meeting with a bunch of people and they're like, yeah, you are not going to be good at, 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 at just working for the military. We need you somewhere else. And then they left. And then I'm like, uh, well, I got a contract. It's not like I can leave. I don't know who you are. Like, you know, I was young. I was aloof. Like, and they were like stroking my ego, like tell a kid twice. And, um, and then another group of people came who I thought were with the first group of people. I didn't think I was sacrificing anything. Right. Uh, when I would hear, oh, you're sacrificing. I didn't feel like I was sacrificing anything. I thought I was doing something that everybody should be doing, which is protecting their country and um, learning um, how to defend good, right? This was the idea when I, when I joined. And um, do you know when I realized that I actually have... Sacrifice means that you lose something to gain something else. And I think it would be very minuscule to say, oh, you know, when I swore in or when I left or when I joined whatever group of people that are like Voldemort that were supposedly fighting for the greater good of everybody. Um, I realized that I was um, sacrificing after I finished at the DLI. And after I did three days in Coriopolis and then down in Fort Bragg. It was at that time period um, when I went for the first time to the United Kingdom, and that was in 97, right? Um, no, that's, yeah, 97. So it was, you know, it was, it was in between the DLI stints. So it was there that I realized that I'm in the wrong place. Um, I felt completely out of place. I um, realized the people that I were with, uh, that I sat with, you know, to be introduced to were not good people. And I, it's not because they were mean to me. This is where I met a lot of the people um, that are playing a major role in, in, in the destruction of our nation. It felt off. And at that point, when I would see everyone very comfortable, you can easily read a room, right? 
I realized I was the fish out of water, that I don't belong there. And I realized, yep, I just sacrificed my life. And I have no idea what I'm doing. But whatever it is, I'm here. It'll, it'll you know, come through. And then when 9-11 happened, um, and then down with the UN training where I was in the same place where freaking James Comey was, right? You know, this is, this is real stuff. I could constantly see just how, um, what sacrifice means. Sacrifice is when you realize that your life is no longer yours. See, most of our soldiers have their lives until they're taken away. That's the ultimate sacrifice. I never really had, I had what I thought I had one. Um, the only thing that's true and actual is the two children that I gave birth to. Everything else was shattered. It didn't even exist for me. That's the moment that I realized that I had sacrificed. That is the moment that I realized that I am never going to have a real life. I am never going to. I feel dumb many, many times when I look back and I'm like, why did I even think that, th that this was going to be allowed? I was in la-la land. I was whatever. But you know what? I realized, like I said, uh, pain is, is it's as if it's my comfort zone. And I shouldn't. Comfort zone for people are usually, you know, the majority of the population is, you know, where you're not feeling insecure, uh, where you're playing it safe, where you comply, where you're settling for less, you know, you just don't want to hassle, you're basically surviving, you know, that's where the mindset of the majority of all human beings on this planet is. Ever heard of I thrive under stress? Pain. And that should be defined, actually, what pain means. Because growing pains are sweet. You hurt, and then it, you know, whatever. I don't like physical pain. Physical pain, I don't like at all. I try to avoid it like the plague, because I'm constantly in it, I guess, right? So I try to avoid it. But we've associated being confident, acting, you know, without fear, taking a leap, being excited, setting no limits, going through uncharted waters, like they're your bitch. Like what? No one's mapped this place out. Let me map it out for you. Choosing something that makes you happy. How many of you have been in a situation where you're like, yeah, this is too good to be true, right? That's actually like one point something percent of the population. That's how they live, confident, like to explore things, pushing it, freedom, you know, fearless, getting the most they can out of life, making sure that what they want happens. That to people is pain. It is pain for people. It's painful for someone to say, damn, I could just take this vaccine. I mean, Joe got it, you know, and Sally did, and they're still alive. I mean, I should just take it. Maybe I'll get a placebo. I need my job because it pays for my, 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 my roof over my head, my food, my water. I should 
forfeit my right to freedom for it because I don't want to get uncomfortable. See, that's what self-preservation is. Self-preservation has taught you that everything that is worth fighting for is going to be pain. No pain, no gain. Fuck it. You can gain without the pain. Why? Because you don't care. You know what's good. Go and get it. A lot of people are concerned about losing their jobs. Make them fire you. Let them try. Don't sit there and say, well, they called me. Someone, I saw it on a chat this morning when I was running around running errands. You know, HR called me and said this. And I'm like, dude, get it in writing. I'll respond when I see it. Get it in writing. We should be filing lawsuits left and right, dude. We should bury them in lawfare. The rich, the famous, the corrupt use the courts to fuck us. Now it's our turn, right? And we have a right to do it. This is where we screw them the way they like screwing us. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, you know, the courts and admiralty and maritime law and common law, it's like, stop. You can't pull someone out of their turf, right? To fight them without having losses. You're not going to win like that, okay? You got to be sneaky. You got to be like, all right, I know this playing field. I've learned about this basketball court. I know every corner and I can read English. Let's go. Let's go. This is why they make it expensive. They're just like, how's average Joe going to do that? Guys, I want to file my suit pro se, right? And I have to pay 400 somewhat dollars. I have to print out, you know, 3,000 pages worth of documents. And they won't let me file electronically unless I get a judge to approve me to file electronically, right? What? Unless I pay an attorney, but they're all fucking spineless because they're just like wearing masks and, you know, busy pretending to be lawyers and pretending. I mean, there's only a handful and they're busy. <clears throat> they make it difficult for us. They make it difficult. They make it hard. They make it expensive. So nobody does it. And this is why we have to come together. Because when we're all together as a team, damn, it's unstoppable. Because if we're filing a suit, class action suit, and we can't have an attorney on there and we're doing it ourselves, it's 10 of us, $400 isn't going to be that much. It's 20 of us, it's going to be even less. It's 30 of us, it's definitely less. And there are very few patriotic attorneys spread out across the nation. Tons of paralegals that will help draft, help you put it together. All we have to do is work together. That's all. And you take them out in one sweep. This is why you have your state groups. You're not supposed to be saying, well, I have a better idea. We should make another group and do this. It's like, no, bring that shit to the table. If you guys see like the Louisiana room, they actually have like little gavels and they hold meetings. I kid you not. Arkansas, damn. Did you see them the way they turned up for the Trump rally? badass. They all organized. They all went. They're all working together. I mean, I wanted to go down there, but I didn't find it safe. And it was way too expensive for me, especially because, you know, I have a kid in college. I'm paying for that. You know, yeah, she's in the military, but they can you believe that they haven't even gotten back to her? And on top of that, books, my kid, I have to pay two rents. It's, it's, it's insane. I just couldn't find, you know, a reasonably priced ticket to get down there. I really wanted to. I want to hang out with my Arkansas. I've been to Arkansas before. I 
freaking love it. I love Alabama. I love Mississippi. I'm... The fate of our nation is, a, is, is resting on the fact that we come together. There's too many people wanting to be in the front. There's too many people that want to, you know, be important. We are all equally important. We are all leaders. There is not one leader. We are all leaders. And for me, it's really important that I file in my school district because obviously my guys have a shit ton of dirty laundry. A lot of self-enrichment, a little bit of fiddling with lottery, a shit ton of money. You know, I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? No-brainer. And I'm thinking if I file it, then all the other people that are in the Ohio Tory Says group will take it and they can literally replicate it and reach out to Mr. Petty and say, hey, Mr. Petty, here's the affidavit you did for Tory would you mind looking just quickly at this and see if you'd be game with this? And there's a ton of lawyers that are patriots that'll take a look at it for you. There's paralegals, you know, and boom, you file it. It's like game over. Could you imagine if 30 school districts in Cuyahoga County had filings against them for mask mandates? It would be over. But people don't organize. They don't organize anymore. They don't. Stop thinking that being uncomfortable is painful. It's actually quite nice. When I'm busy breaking shit, I don't feel pain. I don't feel pain. And you know what President Trump did, right? What he did was be the first one. We all had that sleeping giant in us. Well, the kneeling giant, because you're kneeling right now, right? We all had it in us. We just never used it. We just never organized. Grassroots organized, because we can pay. I can, I can right now, within like a week, pay a bunch of kids $100 each to go and protest, anti-mask, and make it a shit show. But it's not real. Therefore, it won't stick. We're not in for the facade and the lights and the oohs and the ahs. We're doing this for our nation. We're doing this to make sure that we retain as much land of this nation as we can when that time comes. We want to make sure that if it's cities, it stays cities. Chicago, you're out. All right. Cut that shit off. Border it up. The rest of Illinois wants to be free. It's like that. It's pretty simple. You have to want to be free and you have to work for it. It's not. Freedom isn't free. You got to fight for it every day. Speaking of fighting for freedom, this is from one school board. I want to show you this. This is why your school boards love masks. This is the amount of money that they get in order to make sure that they maintain mask mandates. $90 million for this school district. The state of Ohio got 4.5 billion, just under 4.5 billion. This is why they want. This is why they want your kids in masks. If they comply, they get this money. If they don't comply, they get diddly squat. That's basically it. This is it. This is from the America Recovery Act, the ARP. Sounds like ARP. Why? Because guess who's paying for it? Social Security. We're out of Social Security, by the way, because they've been using your Social Security funds to pay to mask your kids. Don't believe me? You'll find out soon. Kentucky got $620 million. 
Ohio got $4.5 billion. That's, that's a shit ton of money for a state. And $620 million is a lot, too. This is what they're doing. What have I been saying for years? Follow the money. The money always tells you everything. The money shows you everything. I mean, now banks are now being asked to report if you get a deposit of $600 or more or if you withdraw $600 or more. Wait, what? in your personal and business account, it's Nanya. Why are they asking this? Why is the IRS asking it? Belcourt, North Dakota got 33.3 million. You know, there we go. Money, money, money. Why is the IRS though want to be in your bank account to see how much you make and how much you have? Why? Why are they asking your bank to report your money? Hmm? Capital controls, anyone? Who's withdrawing cash? Yes, all of that. Who's doing this? They need to convert the average amount. They need to know what social class of credit you will be getting in the future. They're teeing this up if they win. We have the military locking down Australians right now. They're locked in their house dragging kids away, arresting people for leaving their house without permission. I mean, shit. Did you think you were free? Damn. Too bad. Self-check. People are like, what? Their reality is shattering right now in Australia. They can't even believe that they are being locked in their homes and not let out with what? Like five deaths? Nine? It's under 10 for sure. What? What? Did they do that for the flu? Did they do that for Ebola? Did they do that for the avian flu? And you know what? Here's a new one. Polio-like symptoms. You mean COVID, common ratty, 19, BioNTech side effects that cause paralysis, right? Not polio. Because <laughs> they kind of look the same. See, here's where the side effects are coming out. And they're going to tell you, oh, it's polio. Come get another jab. So we can upgrade you a little bit more and tweak it. Because we fucked it up. They're testing that shit on you for whoever's left so that they can fix them, right? You're the test subject. You're the damn guinea pig. Oh, I want to be angry at the parents that just sacrifice their kids for this, but whatever. And you know, when I was jokingly saying, oh, we're going to be experts in the Greek alphabet, we started with the alpha. There was no beta. Somewhere they said beta and gamma. They skipped to epsilon. That died out. They went to delta. That stuck for a bit. Then lambda. Now we're at mu. Next is mu. Then it's omicron. Like, we're just going to go through the whole damn Greek alphabet. And then maybe what? Double back and, you know, recycle it. Which variant's going to take out Biden? Let's take a guess. We should do a poll for that. Which variant of COVID is the one that's going to make Biden sick and he has to resign? I mean, we've got variants in diseases. We've got variants in terrorists. It's ISIS-L, ISIS, IC, ICK, ISIS-K, maybe ISIS-M next. It's pure insanity. Pure insanity. <laughs> I just saw this. The Beta Sigma variant, the bullshit variant. That's what we should call it. That's the one he's going to get. This is just ridiculous. It's it's out of control. It's completely out of control. It's, it's just so disgusting. So um, I wanted to, oh, that's my sick cat complaining to me. I wanted to point this out to you. The big differences. President Trump was necessary for you to see what great leadership is and what transparency means and what love of country means, because you have never seen it. 
don't give me that shit about Nixon. Nixon was a bit of a, you know, he, he reminds me of the old school wannabe mobsters, right? Reagan, the minute that he got shot, he stopped. He just, he talked great, but he didn't do anything. Remember, it was a three-term president for George Bush Sr., okay? Three terms. And Barr was right by his side. Three terms. Let me show you what it looks like when people actually stand up and talk and aren't scared. Because that's what's important. You should never be scared. This is from today. Watch. Watch this. Hold on. Let's see if I can get it in there. Move that microphone under your... Point of order, guys. Um, according to the bylaws here, um, the parliamentary authority governing the Board of Education shall be the most recent addition of Robert's Rules. Now, you guys are all elected. You guys should know that. You have to know the parliamentary procedures to sit there. That is unfair that you do not read the minutes. You're required to do so. Microphone. Uh, my name is Eric Jones. I have four students in the district here. Um, obviously, we're all here. It comes down to absences, right? We want our kids in the school. I don't think anybody would disagree with that, right? Correct. So I have a question. I won't direct it to anybody, but it does need an answer. Um, under what authority do you or would you issue a mask mandate? I don't find your authority to even issue a mask mandate in the Bible. So where does your authority derive from? It would be the, it would be the authority to, to develop and generate policy. Do you show me in the bylaws where that is? Policy, school policy. No, you show me specifically because it doesn't exist. I've looked. You you have no authority to issue a mask mandate. The only person in this room that actually has that authority is this guy right here. The health department is the only one that can issue health orders. You guys are administrators of the school. You are not administrators of health. You have no mandate to be able to do that. You've stated in the past that social distancing is not an option. We cannot do that, correct? We're not able to social distance in the school, correct? Not in all cases, correct. My son sits six inches from his classmate for seven hours. You cannot social distance. That, there's, that's not a question. You have 300 students per lunch period in this room. They cannot social distance, and they are required to take their masks off. It's not a possibility. So we're going to go to this thing right here. Under this thing, you need to know a certain definition, and that is direct contact, also known as close contact. According to the Ohio Department of Health, they define close contact as someone who is in within six feet of you for at least 15 minutes total commutative time starting from two days before the illness or the onset uh, until the patient has been isolated. So if you're passing a student in the hall and you're walking by them and they're not wearing a mask, that is not close contact. Just so that we're all clear on this. Now, according to this, quarantine is not required if direct contact has no symptoms and any of the three following criteria are met. The direct contact is fully vaccinated. 
That eliminates, I'm guessing, around 90% of the students will not match that criteria. Secondly, the school requires masks. We do not, we are not currently under a mask mandate. Even if we were, maintains physical distance three feet away. You've already stated that you can't do that. So you scratch that off, right? So even if you were to wear masks, the quarantines are still going to happen to your students. There is nothing you can do about that. Point three, in schools do not, that do not have a mask requirement, Direct contact, if the direct contact was wearing a mask or mandated a physical distance of three feet or more. So that's us. But again, you cannot guarantee a social distance. So the kids are still going to go home. It makes zero sense to have a mask mandate right now. No matter what, the kids are still gonna end up in quarantine. All right, sir, thank you, but your time is up. Of course, his time was up. They don't like facts. How dare you bring facts into this place? Who are you? Why would you do that? You're not loud. Facts. Wait, there's more from the same school. Hold on. From the same school today, I was trying to get them summoned for, I don't know, I haven't seen it, so we're watching it together, okay? Every time you guys post this stuff, I'm gonna be posting it. Every time you guys post it, I post. At the last meeting, I and other parents... Dude, this video is not nicely. ...were up front with you, and we told you that we would no longer accept a lesser education for our children based on their... What's going on with the video? ...medical status, or we would not enroll our children here. If forced vaccination... For Dang, what's going on with my connection? This is not good. ...forced mask wearing or social distancing were on the table. We have a right to decide where and how our children attend school. You have the responsibility to be upfront with us and you were not. You rightly feared that we would pull our children from the district. We transparently told you as much. So let me tell you why we are really here today. It has nothing to do with the COVID-19 virus being an emergency threat. And it's all about the money for following federal and state COVID-19 protocols. Yep. I have a question for the board. Damn, you just held their feet to the fire. Come on. Superintendent. I respectfully reclaim my time for any and all of your responses. Are you in possession of or slated to receive any state or federal funding and or grants on the condition of universal masking or any COVID-19 related protocols of anyone, staff and or student for the entirety of the Vermillion Local School District? Oh, I hear crickets. I'm asking you a direct question, sir. Answer it. Answer the question. Mr. Klingshern. So as far as the possession or condition. Uh, yes, sir. I hate this buffering. It's annoying me. No, please. Yes or no, please. Madam I'm going to ask you. Can you please repeat Yes or no, please. Oh, can you repeat the question? They're saying busted. Busted. Oh, ask the question. Repeat. Repeat the question. I'll read it one more time for you. Thank you. Are you in possession of or slated to receive any state or federal funding and or grants on the condition of universal masking or any COVID-19 related protocols of anyone, staff and or student for the entirety of the Vermillion Local School District? Yes or no? I understand the question. 
I understand the question. Damn it! Damn video! Yes, sir. Um, we have a lot of federal grants. We have a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got busted! They got busted! They got zero. Question. Answer. Yes or no? Answer. Because I asked our superintendent this morning. Damn this buffering. It's so annoying. On the phone. And he told me we are in danger of losing funding if we're in danger of losing money if we don't mask. We make our kids wear masks. Oh! What? What? They're from the Tory Says Ohio group. They've been digging. This is what we all need to be. What? I answered you about the bosses. That's correct. On bosses. On bosses. Thank you. We'd rather have your kids walk two miles. Hey, could you please answer the question? Guys, this is so messed up. Why are they throttling them? You don't even know the answers to the old questions. Hey, you're citizens. Your students' parents are. Damn, them. they should remove all of them. They should be like, get out. You're fired. These are our babies. I answered you transparently by telling you yes. Whoa. Yes. But it's, it's not. He did receive. That's what he's asking. So tell us. You are receiving money by making. On the buses when you ask me. Thank you. Dude, they got busted. Let me tell you something. Okay. I'm going to share it in the main chat. I don't know why it's buffering. It won't buffer my voice. It's buffering the damn video. But I'm going to tell you what. That's what's up. You need to hold them down. You need to show up. You need to take them down. You need to ask them straight out. You, I don't want to say the word because I want to be me. Ooh, I want to say the word. I won't say the word. You bad people who are making our kids wear masks because, you know, you want money. That's what's up. This is what's up. That's in, that's actually in my filing. That's in my filing, legit in my filing, that they're set to make a ton of money, get a ton of money to mask your kids up. This is where it's at. That's their science. Their science is money. Their science is we don't get the money if your kids aren't wearing masks. That's the science. I have one more. It is so good that um, people are turning up to these meetings. You know, and like someone said, there could be 10 of you that are turning up. Each of you can yield your time to the, to the person that you guys have designated to speak. So they get all that time, right? You could do that shit. What are they going to say? No, nope. We want them to, to take my time. So if like me and another nine people turn up, they could be like, Hey, I'm yielding my time to Tori and she's going to talk. And then you guys have your guy there, your gal there. And you're like, Hey, you're organized. Let's get this done. And boom, there you go. Suddenly you got an hour to educate these people and put them on blast. And that's how you do it. This is perfect. Fauci was the one that wrote this shit out for them. Wear masks. Put the stupid plexiglass. Look like a retard. I'm trying to be a positive voice. Here. Damn it. Why do they keep doing that? Well, I don't know your position. I'm going to pause it for a sec because I don't know why it constantly throttles through. It's throttling for some reason. And I don't understand why. I'm going to go all the way to the end and see if that loads it quicker. Yeah. And if you it did. decide... Out of this no, it's still doing it. Let's see. No, it just doesn't want to do the videos. I'll share it in the chat. 
It's unbelievable <laughs> that they're just throttling these videos. Guys, we're unstoppable. A united America is an unstoppable America. Here we go. And you know what's so great? It's not only radio, like Twitch and our Telegram, but we've got artists that are really making waves. You know what's really creepy? Is that this came up on alert just as I was um, signing in. And then, you know, I was going through my Telegram. Play this, play this. I haven't watched it. So let's watch it together. Um, but everything that he puts out, you know, is almost as if he knows what's coming. It's just so bizarre. So let's end today with a little bit of Tom McDonald. Here we go. This is a preview to his new albums that are dropping on Friday. State your age. 32. State your country of residence. United States of America. State your name. Tom McDonald. Under Section 4A of the Restrictions on Freedom Act, established by the International Police in February of 2022, you have been found to be in violation of several civil disobedience bylaws, inciting public distrust of the government, solicitation of confidential information, anti-institutional rhetoric, unauthorized assembly of civilians with the purpose of protest, and amplifying social unrest. You are a threat to world safety and therefore you are being charged by the international police for the aforementioned disobediences. How do you plead? You know what you call disobedience? You know what we used to call that? Freedom. And what you call inappropriate? I call necessary. And what you call lies and conspiracy and anti-institutional rhetoric, I call that the truth. You guys really think you run the world, huh? You think you can just bully everyone and cancel everything? You think you can just push us around so we all fall in line? <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been fighting for the world for a long time. For the losers and the rejects and the outcasts and the forgotten. For the abused and the unwell and the disenfranchised. Calm down, Mr. McDonald. No, I've been fighting for our freedoms and our safety and our survival and the way that we remember the world used to be. I've been fighting for the world. Sit down. No, I'm not going to sit down. I won't shut up. I will not quit. I will not back off. I won't let you destroy everything that people have spent their lives trying to build. I have fought for the world for all my life, but do not think for a second that I will not fight against it. That's why you're here. That's why you will never leave here. <laughs> you think you can stop me? You really think you can stop me? It's been me against the world since I was old enough to think. War, famine, natural disaster. The world has fought it all and won. The world is undefeated. We are undefeated. One man will not change that. You see, that's that's where you screwed up. They say with great power comes great responsibility. You know what else comes with great power? Ignorance. Careless mistakes. The ability to vastly underestimate the people who you have power over. And I am not alone. 
You can lock me up. You can hide me away. You can shoot me down like a dog in the street. But I promise you, you cannot kill me. My word, my message, my vision, my spirit will live on through Hangover Gang forever. And you know what? I guess you're not the only one making mistakes. Because when I said it was me against the world, I was mistaken. It's not me against the world. It's us against the world. But to answer your question, not guilty.